Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Now back to 95.7 The Game. Hour to go. And then we hand things off to, man, it was just in the studio, Evan Giddings. Soon and, to be and, the young play-by-play voice of you filling the team. Oh, the yeah. Wait, hey, no, I was going to say the voice of the Bay Area Panthers, Evan Giddings. The, the Bay Area Panthers' own play-by-play guy, Evan for now, Giddings. For now. For now. I'm trying to work in to be that dude's agent, man, because five years from now, we're going we're gonna to run this place. <laughs> Guy's going to be – that's where you want to invest in. Young Evan little, Giddings and little. Whitey – my man, Whitey Bolger. No, that would Whitey be – Gleason Whitey the, Gleason. The, the, no, so I was supposed to be on Whitey today, but then I came in earlier to, 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 to get with you. you my guy. Um, but, oh, is but, that right? Well, I wasn't even aware of that. Yeah, no, well, no, no. So me and Whitey's supposed to be on today. And, and as you know, uh, me, Shamari Block, Vallejoan, a well-known Vallejoan. Whitey Gleason, also well-known Vallejoan. So, you know, every time we, it's like uh, two guys from Vallejo sort of thing. Although, we, we like, Whitey grew up in the, in what I, I imagine is like the 70s Vallejo. I came up in the late 80s, early 90s Vallejo. We grew up in two very different Vallejos. <laughs> but, 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 but. <laughs> hey, I, I told you I told you my first day of uh, middle school was like, okay? Yeah. Uh, that, that was not. <laughs> so, you were, you were hood Vallejo. <laughs> yeah, Whitey grew up in, in the slightly more, uh, in the slightly more, you know, friendly, uh, you don't lock your doors, Vallejo. I, I grew up in the, you, you lock your doors and you chain them and you have bars on the window, Vallejo. <laughs> so tell me this. What, I know you love rehashing this story, but what was the name that Whitey, that the program director oh, suggested? Stretch, stretch, stretch Bergmeier. <laughs> that is the best fake name ever, man. I'm sorry. And, and, and I'm glad Whitey went with Whitey, but also... Like that, that I'm Stretch Bergmeier. <laughs> Come on, like I'm gonna, I'm just like, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not single, so I can't, uh, you know, I'm not gonna be in the club giving, giving fake uh, pseudonyms, and also I'm too old for that. But you know, when you were younger, maybe you didn't do this, but you know, you might use a fake name when you're in the club. Hey, I'm, I'm D'Angelo or something like that, right? You, you have a persona like Stretch Berg. If I can go back, Stretch Bergmeier would be my fake club name. No, I wouldn't give out a false identity, but I have taken false phone numbers, but <laughs> turned out to be not the woman that I was talking to. By the uh, way, somebody on the tech, did I say something negative about Petaluma? I got good friends in Petaluma. No, I said something good about Petaluma. No, they said, no I, said, I said Petaluma's gross. I no. would never say that. Oh, it's a question mark. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, okay, so you didn't say Petaluma. Let me know. So I said <laughs> so I said somewhere like Petaluma or Russian River, and then you're like, gross. And I don't necessarily think you were specifically referring to Petaluma. You were referring to, like, the idea of the life out there and picturing yourself yeah, just out be, there. Yeah, maybe gross wasn't the right word. No, I love Petaluma. <laughs> Actually, I got a good buzz. You did, you did, you did diss Petaluma though. Blasphemy. No, no. I was just, I was just telling about my shout, childhood. Sh- shout out Winona Ryder, Petaluma's own. That's right, Winona Ryder. I was just talking about my experiences out in Russian River yesterday, out in Guerneville <laughs> on a go karts driving into a ravine. Yeah, because all about again, that part of the again, world. Again, you know what? I, let me say this, man. Nothing against Petaluma, but but if you have an amusement park <laughs> and you have go karts. And there's a ravine that a child could drive into. 
Yeah, I get it. This is this is it, it, this isn't today, right? So so you know whatever, man. But I, I feel like I feel like somebody should have looked at that ravine and looked at those go karts and been like, man, somebody could drive into this one day. Maybe we should put up barriers or something. I don't know. Or at least look at it once I was there because I was there for a good forty five minutes, man. Like, come on, <laughs> get me the hell out of here. <laughs> Wait, so you it, it, there was no, no climbing my go kart couldn't go up the hill. I was stuck in this thing. Well, man. I'm saying you didn't. You sat in the go kart like you. Yeah, you had for legs, somebody. man. You have legs. You're like you could have climbed out and be like, hey, I climbed to the go karts down in this ravine. Yeah, no, because I, I went over the barrier. I was a little stunned to be honest with you, man. Uh, I, I mean, I would be too. Now, as litigious as the world is, maybe mm-hmm. I should have had a little lawsuit on my hands and gone after some cash, gotten paid from those. Uh, I'm sure that Frankie's go karts could have supplied me. For <laughs> you, you would have sued, and it would have been like, okay, here's everything we have: a, a casserole and uh, two hundred dollars. It's in, a twelve pack. Yeah, exactly. All right, let's get into the San Francisco Giants. All right, why they won yesterday, man? Are they you, did. They did. You got to take you. You got. I'm gonna turn your head that the San Francisco Giants are actually they're positioned well. They are. They, they beat the Cincinnati Reds, <laughs> and that. Even the that even like that, that even the series they are one and one in this series against the Reds and you should you should be you should never have a loss to the Cincinnati stinking Reds man I'm just saying like beating the Reds that's like you know it, it's yeah no man it's like dunking on the short guy okay is what you but do but you know what I always say this. That you can say that, but if you don't have things right in your house, if you're not playing well, this is true for football, baseball, basketball. Doesn't matter who the opponent is; they are a major league baseball team. But if you don't, and they didn't, they had lost three in a row. They were spinning a little bit, and if you're not if you're not straight, then you're susceptible to anybody. Just like conversely is true. If you got it going on and you're playing beyond your means and you're winning games, you can beat anybody. So when people look at the schedule and say, "Oh, you ought to win that game," "You ought to win this game," it's like, "Nah, that's not how things are." That's not how this thing is played, man. It's all about where you're at when you take, because it's all about taking care of stuff within your own dome. What do you got, Bri? Oh, just about to say, you know, a loss to the Reds in what? A loss to the Reds in the regular season, just the same as a loss to the Dodgers. It's just Look, one loss. <laughs> yeah, but listen, guess who, guess who has a worse record than the Reds in all of Major League Baseball? No one. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, they came back the other night and they crushed them 9-2, to two, so... Does that does that mean everything's all right now? No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying, man. It's like it, they're thank eight you. games thank above five hundred. Shamari five one zero five one zero Xfinity Mobile text line. Reds came in on a seven game losing streak, which means like they, they snapped they snapped a seven game losing streak against you. Yeah, well, are you trying to make an indictment that the Reds are better than the Giants? No, I'm just saying that the Giants. I'm not listen. I, I'm just not going to be happy, man. Now, now, if three, two years from now, Elliot Ramos comes up and Joey oh. Bart comes back, back up, and and um, and uh, everybody, everybody comes up, and then you have a team, and that, and you have guys that can, you know, hit lefties and righties to where the kryptonite isn't a, a guy that throws the pitch from the same side that you bat from, right? If you get some guys like that, and those guys, then then whatever, man. But but speaking but, of coming up. One of my favorite players in Major League Baseball, now a member of the San Francisco Giants and got called up today. Not in the starting lineup, but he's getting close. Say hello to Yermin Mercedes. Love the, <laughs> the Yerminator, man. He was once the sensation out in Chicago. Then Tony La Russa went after him because he hit a home run against a position player. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, this is yeah. the guy, man. And Tony La Russa, that old goat, went after the guy saying, I mean, he's your own player. And to, first of all, he felt as though Yermi Mercedes was disrespecting the game because he he took a position player in a game that was like sixteen to two. It was also on a three zero count too. On a three zero count, you're beating up on the Minnesota Twins and Tony La Russa, His own guy was upset that he took the guy out of the yard. First of all, who's disrespecting the sport more? A guy who's hitting a home <laughs> run, or you bringing in position players? To pitch into games, which has become so commonplace now. It used to be, remember, like, oh, my God, Jose Canseco's coming in to throw his screwball. Look at this, a right field. It used to happen maybe once or twice a year. Now it happens once or twice a day if it's a blowout. Position players, nothing is more disrespectful to the sport than having position players coming in and throwing garbage to baseball, Major League Baseball professional hitters. Yeah, you know, and, and Tony La Russa, man, for all of his greatness, he's – uh, the, that old school mentality is is one of the reasons why baseball 
is less interesting, you know? I mean, and not exactly in that instance, but just the old baseball, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, we're good old-fashioned guys with good old-fashioned values, and we don't do this and we don't do that. Like, that's part of the problem why nobody wants to watch. Because in the NBA, dudes dunk, and they, they beat their chest, and they scream, and they do the Jordan pool, and they do night-night like Steph Curry. And in the NFL, you get touchdown dances, and people play excited. And in baseball, when you do something great, it's like, just walk like a normal person. Otherwise, I'm going to throw at you. Like, that, that, that's boring, and it's lame. And that old-school mentality just as a whole, right down to the throwing at anybody for any reason. Like, throwing a baseball at somebody's head is, should be like a, a assault with a deadly weapon, okay? You get what I'm saying? And, and, people, and people do that to, to fend off people for, for perceived slights and whatnot, man. So... Tony La Russa for all of his greatness, yeah, man. Yeah, that's the he, most cowardly the ga- act in sports. The, the, ga- the game has passed Tony La Russa by, man. And your, your, your guy, your mean Mercedes, uh, he was right. He was right to take that loser out of the park. Oh, I love the dude, man. <laughs> exactly. And ever since then, his numbers went down and he got sent down to the minors. But you got to see the video. Is it on his Twitter feed, Brian, when he got picked up by the Giants? Oh, yeah. He has this solo celebration. I'm telling you, this dude... He's wired different. He's perfect for San Francisco because he's a kook. <laughs> he's an absolute kook, and we love this dude. I'm telling you, man, he started pouring water all over himself. He started pouring some substance on his head and dancing. He started pouring champagne, champagne, actually. champagne all over himself. I, come on, man. You're mean. Get up here, buddy. I want to see him. <laughs> by the way, you know, we're talking about celebrations and how it's sort of frowned upon by the old school and the Tony LaRusses of the world. Yeah. You know, it's becoming a universal celebration. Now, Fred McCutcheon did this after hitting a, what was it, a walk off home run? Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon. Andrew McCutcheon. I was, like, Fred McCutcheon. I was like, is he related to Andrew? <laughs> no, I swear to God, when you said that, I was like, oh, is that, that, must, is that Andrew's cousin? Yeah, I Andrew McCutcheon. Fred, I think there might have been a running back back in the day with the Rams by the name of Fred McCutcheon. Anyways, Andrew McCutcheon hits a home run, and he's doing the night-night. Ah! And it's happening in the WNBA now. I like, mean, it's becoming Steph the thing. Curry, Steph Curry's an icon. Steph Curry, Steph Curry is an icon. He, he's that dope. And let me just say that. I, Where did that he is get the, it from? From his, so if you ask him, the official thing is is, is that uh, it's 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 a sign of a job well done, and it, it's when he puts his children to bed, then he says, "Is that night, what he night. said?" That's what he no, said. Come on, Wait, man. No, but here's my best part because people were getting pissed off. People were getting pissed off about the night night thing. It's like he can't do that. He's like, "Hey, it's just a sign of a job well done." That's what I do when I put my children to bed, and I'm just like, ah, that's extra. That's like double, doubling down on the <laughs> on the middle fingers to anybody, man. That that, that he's doing night night too. That is the most. Here's so. There are so many things people do, right? Like for instance, okay. You can just be a tough guy. You can yell and you can give people the finger and you can, you know, it, it, you know how they people say um, that people that curse don't have like a high IQ because they can't think of any better words because they say curse words, right? So like the a lot of the gestures that people have are like that, man. That is the most clever way to say F-U-I-1 probably in the history of, of celebrations, man, because it's got to it's got to get to you it's like night night and then when he says oh yeah you know like when i put my kids to bed <laughs> then 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 it just gets sticks in your craw a little more man and i feel like i feel like that is the ultimate diss but but also it's acceptable because you know it's not it's not a vulgar gesture right it's like night <laughs> that is that is what Perfect you want for stuff, yeah. that is what you want man that is what you want as a way to as a way to kind of, you know, stunt, if you will, to to, to shine on your enemies, man. It has sort of the double entendre that, yeah, you know, I'm better than you, but it's also like when he hits that shot, like game over. Yeah, exactly. Like the game's hanging in the balance, but when I put you to bed, say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> exactly. It yeah. is all over. So, I, I, I and the him. WNBA, what's up, Brian? Some people say on the streets that he actually got it from our very own station. Matt Steinman used to say night-night all the time. And some people say he got it from him. Wow. So there it is. Okay. The Matt five- Steinmetz <laughs> needs to copyright that thing. The 510 says next season, Steph should do the writing a check motion when they're about to win a game. I don't, I don't really get that, but I mean, I get it, writing the check, but you know, I don't know. Man. The is checkbook there- wins. That's a checkbook win thing, right? Is, it is has it? to be. Okay, well, here's yeah. the thing is that how long or how many games into the season before 
Once the Warriors are losing a game and somebody in the Warriors are not going to go undefeated, sorry, next year. <laughs> Before somebody puts the dagger in the Warriors. And does the night-night? Oh, it's common, man. It, it does do it. Because it, at the end of the day, uh, if, if things go to the way people think they're going to go, the last the last night-night is going to be done by Steph Curry, just like the last. Like, it's not he who laughs first. It's he, it's he who laughs last, last best, okay? So as long as you're doing the last night-night, man, every other night-night before that doesn't matter. You know the team that's going to do it first? You know Memphis. the team. Memphis. Oh, Memphis Grizzlies. Obviously. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, of course, Memphis. But when did it, the first time I saw him break it out was against Denver? Am I miss? That's the first time I remember it. Yeah. Now apparently the nine two five is saying it's been around for years. You do it when the game's over, when there's no chance of a comeback. When yeah, no, that that's you know. But I I don't remember seeing it before this season, and I don't remember anybody doing it b- besides Steph Curry. What do you think in terms of celebrations? What's the best celebration that you can recall? Mm, I mean. I was okay. So you know what my favorite was was Tim Harris. Tim Harris for the Niners, man. He was a uh, he was a uh, uh, outside linebacker, defensive end, and he he do like the guns thing. He after he after he got a sack, his sack dance is like doing guns at people or whatever. And then he he had to stop doing it. Yeah, you can't that, do that anymore. In the yeah, that, that was well, no. This was like the '90s, man. You can actually probably do that today. But this is right when they started cracking down on celebrations because they thought it was getting out of hand in the '90s. Tim Harris of the 49ers, man, outside linebacker, defensive end. He played the elephant position that was popularized by like uh, Chris Dolman and whatnot, right? It was popularized like, by Charles Haley. And I don't by even Charles want... Haley. Hello, yeah, hello. <laughs> yeah. We don't even want to get into why it was called the elephant position. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. So Tim Harris doing the like that. I, I love that as a kid. I love that as a kid. The icky shuffle. I love that as a oh, kid. Oh, the icky shuffle, man. Icky, I icky all shuffle, about baby. That. Huh? Icky Woods, baby. The yeah. icky shuffle. The yeah. icky shuffle, man. But that's my new one. That's my new one, man. T.O. with the pom-poms. Honestly, anything T.O. Well, did. He changed it from game to game. Remember it got so out of hand in the NFL with T.O.? I, I was doing a game in Seattle where he pulled the Sharpie out. He had the Sharpie somewhere yeah, in his uniform, yeah. and he signed the football. <laughs> but that wasn't even a – here's the thing is that that wasn't a planned celebration. He just told somebody, I'm going to give you a ball. <laughs> yeah. And then he just so happened to have the Sharpie, man. Like the – And there was oh, the – are you looking at the – damn, look at the text line. That's oh, it. Oh, the gooseneck. That's it. The gooseneck. Yeah, yeah, but but, but no one can do that except Merton Hanks. Merton Hanks, man, the chicken dance. But that can't be replicated. Oh, God, no. But that's what makes it so great. Like, he I had, had no that idea. funky, man. That dude's body no was idea, just, man. How, should be donated to science. Yeah. Oh, no. That, that That's it. That's it. <laughs> like, no, no more conversation, man. Nothing, nothing was better. Nothing was better. Then the Merton Hicks chicken dance, man. What about Randy Moss mooning Green Bay? Oh yeah, I remember I mean, that, that was that was that, that was great. Oh yeah, listen, no people were mad, and he had to apologize. That was great. Yeah, well, that only just... because he he was a Viking, you know. That's like your rival, and you're sitting there. I mean, uh, you know what? If somebody if somebody mooned the freaking Boston crowd, or Draymond Green did the same gesture, I, I'd support that also. What do you think about Tyreek Hill putting up the deuces when he's you know? Crossing the goal line. Well, I'm okay with that because he's just, you I mean, he makes it look so good he's <laughs> because he's so fluid. Because man. he's really saying goodbye, though. He's also like, yeah. peace out. You, you know what I'm you not? You just can't get caught. <laughs> you know what I'm not okay with? Remember that fad that players, before they cross the goal line, they used to drop the ball. Remember Deshaun Jackson yeah, did that Deshaun a couple Jackson years ago? Did that yeah. and he, I, what, what are people doing? Well, that's they're, they're focusing too much on the celebration. Well, but he also, though, hadn't crossed the goal line. <laughs> yeah. So it came back to bite him in the tail because it was a fumble. There was a one the wide receiver for New Orleans. I want to say Sam Horn, the guy who placed an Joe actual Horn. Joe Horn had the Joe phone. Horn, yeah, he actually placed a phone before the game inside one of the goalposts, inside the the padding of a goalpost. And so he ha- he scores the touchdown, and he goes inside the padding of the goalpost to pull out the cell phone to continue his his <laughs> pantomime exploits. or his act. Man. So somebody's bringing up the dirty, dirty bird Jamal Anderson of the Atlanta. Uh, see, here's my thing with the dirty bird and Jamal Anderson and, and the Falcons in that year. That was the year that, the Niners won it, right? No, that was the year the Falcons beat the Niners. <laughs> and, 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 so okay, let, let let's just recap over here, okay? Oh, that's right. Chris Chandler and company went to the, the Super Bowl. The, the, okay, so here's the deal. Remember remember the catch to T.O. from Steve yeah, Young yeah, in yeah. the end zone? Like, the next week, they go to that Atlanta. That was against Green Bay. <laughs> yeah, against the Packers. The next week, Jamal Anderson's dirty bird and all over them, and they lose. So, like that, I, I can never appreciate the dirty bird because 
<laughs> because of what That's happened, right. because my memory of it is Jamal Anderson running over Merton Hanks and like two other guys into the end zone and no one could stop him. And then him doing the dirty bird and then the Niners losing the, the NFC championship game. Well, the godfather in all of this. In fact, if you go into NFL films or look at this or Google this, is Billy White Johnson. Yeah. Johnson was the first guy to get in there and do that dance. And he did it as well as any. I mean, he did the chicken dance as well. Hey, the, the T.O. in the Dallas Star. The five one is bringing this up. How'd you? I, I I'm I liked it. I liked it. I supported yeah. it. George Teague, he was right to come and try to smash To, but that was well. He I got away with that. it before he Teague got with the guys. Yeah, he did it twice. Yeah, yeah. that's that's. But, but what, I'm just saying, like, because a lot of people are like, that was disrespectful. To, he shouldn't have done that. That guy is a terrible guy. I can't stand him. He stinks, and I hate him. Right? Like people hated To for that, and I'm like, that was that was beautiful to D- me. Dikembe Mutombo waving that long old ET finger of his. Yeah. Ah, E.T. fingers. You said e, that's it. So, so an E.T. finger is a, a E.T. finger is a is a a metaphor or a euphemism or whatever you want to say. It's a slang word for a snitch, like a tattletale. An E.T. finger, somebody that's pointing like oh, really? him. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. It, it, it's a thing. By the way, it's, it, no. So it's just funny that you said ET finger because like you were coming up with that like your own thing, and I'm like, damn, wait, Matumbo was a snitch, and I'm like, oh wait, no, he's just talking about how long his finger is. Just to as I digress and go mm-hmm. down a, a road that has nothing to do with nothing, I don't know why this popped. Oh, you were talking about snitches and narcs. <laughs> there's a there's a show out there on Hulu that's streaming. It's called The Bear. I'm just telling you, highly recommend it. You and I and the listening audience may have a completely different. You know, level of taste when it comes to these sort of things, but I'm very picky, and I have never been riveted for eight episodes in one season. Is like that I wasn't so? And this is Netflix, Hulu, Hulu. Okay, yeah, all right, right. gotcha. Uh, I, I, I'm looking for some stuff, man. I mean, because with, with with only baseball to watch, and I say only oh, baseball Johnson. to watch. Johnson, remember Butch Johnson of the California Quake? Yeah, kind of way back yeah, in the day. Yeah. yeah, no, I think that might Dallas Cowboy, if I'm not mistaken. Oh well, he's a cowboy. Pop. We 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 appreciate no cowboys for nothing here in the Bay Area, man. We don't agree. Emmett Smith, what? Funny that it, as much as we talk about this, including to Kevin Matumbo, none of this, and we all started with night night, but none of this. Do we have any references to Major League Baseball, which should sort of <laughs> tell you about the state of affairs as far well, as that's well, but goes. also though, this makes things exciting. This is exciting, right? Like, yeah. like the fact that everybody remembers these things. They remember the players and the names. Icky Woods, Icky Woods had one and a half good seasons in the NFL, but he will always be remembered as a as a not as a great player, but like for the, the Icky Shuffle will go down in history. Well, the celebration for baseball wouldn't it be bat flips? Like, say you hit a big bomb and it's out, and you flip your bat. Yeah, and, but nothing and, unique and, and, at this point. And then someone throws a like. A, a two-pound object <laughs> at your head at 98 miles per hour. And, and that's the thing, man. That's ridiculous. What do you think of the greatest celebration for a Giants home run walk-off? I go Travis Ishikawa. Mm. Giants win the pennant. You know what I'm talking about. Travis Ishikawa in the, in the Wait, Grand Slam home run. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Three-run home run. No, what did he do after oh, that, Oh, that though? was a three-run home run. Hey, by the way, hey, Cam, if you get an opportunity, can you just get the play-by-play of that home run? Thank you so much. That's the uh, the three run shot to win the pennant. Giants Cardinals back in twenty fourteen. I want to say. Yeah, I, th- I think that was the last one. Ishikawa because he had left and he came back. Yeah, yeah, that was twenty fourteen. Speaking of the San Francisco Giants, hey, listen, man, I I always start here when you talk about that team not getting free agents. Oh, Kirk Gibson's shot. Yeah, <laughs> Kirk Gibson's against uh, the text lines talking about Kirk Gibson's yeah, I, I, fist I, pumps I, against Dennis I, Eckersley. I hate the Dodgers. Yeah. I do. But even I as a as I can't stand the Dodgers, like that dude limping up to the stinking plate <laughs> no. on one leg and hitting a home run against the greatest closer of all time, man. Like mm. You know who takes credit for that home run? Who? Is Vin Scully. He was obviously doing play by play for the Los Angeles Dodgers, was doing play by play for that game. And Vince Scully was talking about they got into this conversation of the availability of Kirk Gibson tonight. And Vince Kelly says, I don't think so. In fact, I'm looking in the dugout right now. Kirk Gibson's not even in the dugout. So fans do not count on Kirk Gibson making any level of contribution or an appearance today. 
Kirk Gibson was in the locker room getting treatment. He hears this and says, yeah, I should at least be in the dugout. So he hears Vince Scully, <laughs> decides to go in the dugout. Tommy Lasorda then says, you know what? I just looked down my dugout because I needed a left-handed pinch hitter, and I just happened to see Kirk Gibson. I had forgotten all about him, and thus the rest, as they like to say, is history. He would have never been there had it not been for Vin Scully. So and there you v- go. V- Vin Scully is the greatest, and that just shows you the greatness of Vin Scully. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, Let's get the calls. We go to a break. Cam, give me Travis Ishikawa and the greatest walk-off in the history of the San Francisco Giants. Hit it, my man. Travis Ishikawa hits one in the right. The Giants win the pennant. And we'll be back on 95.7 The Game after this. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Now back to 95.7 The Game. We have hit the home stretch here. Shamari Block and Dana Bone. Shamari after a rough night last night, rolling in a little late. <laughs> I had a relatively normal night last yeah, night. Did. I was just, oh, I was woken up out of my slumber prematurely. Like, <laughs> <laughs> get in there. I'm like, and then I'm like, I'm coming, Dan. I got you, man. I got you, buddy. <laughs> you are not a morning person. I am I not presume. a morning person. <laughs> no. Yeah. I, I am a, I am a, here's what I like to do in the morning, man. Okay. Like. Wake up, like take care of physical needs, you know, like uh, you know, uh, nature calling, and then go back and go back. It's like I'm not even a breakfast person. <laughs> like I'm not even a breakfast eater, man. Like I, 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 uh, I start my day with with like lunch and and maybe maybe brunch on a weekend, okay. But I don't wake up. You know, people that wake up early in the morning like to have their coffee and donuts and freaking pancakes or whatever. No, no, not not I. You know, by the way, we're talking about the San Francisco Giants. We have to include that Brandon Crawford has been put on the DL. He goes on the 15-day DL, so he's on the shelf after that awkward late slide against Atlanta. So now you're talking about Brandon Crawford, who is, you know, after last season, has you know his year has been sort of inadequate, but he's obviously the leader in that team, and now you have to plug in somebody at that shortstop position. I mean, position. you got Tyro. You got, you, you got guys, man. That, that's a... Uh, the, the the infield doesn't concern me. The outfield is where they could have used a little bit more, a little more. Chris Bryant. Yes. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. You really want to take that bait? I was setting you up. Listen, I, I know Chris Bryant's not hitting well. Okay, I know that <laughs> hitting well. 
He, got, <laughs> I know that. he doesn't have a home run, and he's 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 playing in Denver. He'd have a home run if he listened. If you had Marcus Simeon and, and Chris Bryant on this team along with Castellanos, then you'd have a much better offense because they could protect each other, man. Just, Farhad would have figured it out. Okay? One third of those guys is actually hitting their <laughs> weight. I know, <laughs> I know. But listen, I, I might have had the names wrong, okay? But I'm, I was 100% right. I was 100% right that they needed more than what they did in free agency. Jock Peterson be damned, okay? I like what Jock Peterson's doing. Um, All-star game. He's, yeah, he's, he's still a platoon hitter, though. He is still a platoon but hitter. I, I really he, am, he, he, he's still not hitting lefties, okay? If there's a lefty in the lineup, then Jock Peterson's gone, okay? So you, you, you want to negate... Jack Peterson, throw a left-handed pitcher out, and boom. Now, now the Giants are down their best hitter. The, in all seriousness, when you're talking about the San Francisco Giants, it's not even if Castellanos was on this team, I think you're looking at the same record. It's not the offense that's let them down. It's surprising it's been the pitching. And it's been that bullpen, which was so good a year ago. And I do think that – I really do believe that Tyler Rogers, even Jake McGee to a certain degree, and, and Camillo's been up and down – that and Dominic Leone, those guys will get it together. I do think that the San Francisco Giants, what are they, a game out, half game out of, of okay, the playoffs? So of the playoffs. They they are six games back six from second place in their own division. Well, they're not gonna no no one's catching the Dodgers, all right? So it's just about getting into the postseason, much like that of Atlanta a year ago, who won the World Series. Just get they, into they, the postseason. They, they, but they're in third place by almost seven games, though. That's not a pro, that, that's not problematic to you? No, just like, 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 oh, sure, just get no, in the playoffs. You'll I'll, be fine. You know what? I'll make it analogous to that of the Golden State Warriors. Just like it wasn't problematic for the Warriors who weren't playing good basketball when Phoenix was running away and hiding from people. And you're like, my goodness, look how far behind you are, Phoenix. Oh, no, you just got overtaken by Memphis. You're now a three seed. None of that means anything. Yeah, if you but, put but, it together, it's the no, most important no, part the of the The Warriors year. had the third best record in all the basketball, though. It just so happened that there were two teams that ran away. They had the third best record in all the basketball. The The Giants are something like, out of 15 teams, they're like 12th or 13th in terms of record. Yeah, like but they, it, they, they, they are not a good baseball team. But the big picture is that you just want to get into the postseason and hopefully playing your and. And I think everything on that team is fixable. I really do. I think everything can be fixed in-house. And they're still over 500. Are they going to win 107 games? No. And I don't think that's going to happen are, are again in my lifetime. Win, are they going to win 90? Hey, listen, man. If it takes 89 to get into the postseason, that'll suffice. That's I don't, all you want. I don't think they win 90 games. I don't, I don't think you're getting into the playoffs with, you, with wins in the 80s. Well, whatever it takes to get into the postseason, which I do think they'll make an appearance, and then watch out, because I think the San Francisco Giants do have the capability of just putting it in another gear once you get to, you know, past the All-Star break and into August, hopefully. But these ain't the, these to, ain't uh, the Buster Posey Giants, Dad. These are the, these are the uh, Popersky Giants. <laughs> these are the, these Austin are the, wins. Yeah. The, yeah. Let's, let's, let's get to the phone lines, though. Greg is in Walnut Creek and wants to get back into uh, Sports Talk. What's up, Greg? Hey, uh, I, I had to jump on because I think, Dan, you just compared the Giants to the Warriors in making the playoffs. I mean, the Warriors were struggling because they were down Hall of Fame players. The Giants, like, there's a, a vast difference when you're like, oh, Steph will come back for the playoffs, greatest shooter of all time. <laughs> Who are the Giants getting back if they make the playoffs? I mean, I'm sorry, but that is a, a really bad comparison <laughs> I, I, to chime in. I, I, I I usually like your takes, but that that's an epic fail, man. So, I'm sorry, my daughter's in the car, and, and she likes me to call in, so I had to, I had to jump on that one. Put your daughter. I want to talk to your daughter. Greg, you're cut off. I want to talk to your daughter from here on out. Tell your daughter she has free reign to call me at any time. Greg is. We're putting Greg on it's suspension. <laughs> uh, no, Greg. I, I hear you, brother. I, this is the this is the comparison I was trying to make. It's that it's not necessarily comparing straight across the board the Warriors and the San Francisco Giants. I get it. They're completely two separate worlds entirely when you're talking about personnel. My point being, big picture-wise, is that whether you're the third seed and you're, you lose the division or the conference to the Phoenix Suns by 12 games or you win the division or the conference, you just want to get into the postseason. You want to be playing your best ball like that of the Warriors at the end of the season when they won their last five games, get a chance 
in the second season to do your damage as they obviously did. And I think the same can hold true for the San Francisco Giants. Now, obviously, it's apples and bowling balls when you're comparing the two teams in terms of personnel. The analogy I was trying to make is that whether you're 15 games behind the Dodgers or whether you're four games behind the Dodgers at the end of the year, you just want to get into the postseason and be playing your best baseball at that time. But see, they got into the postseason last year with the best record in one of the best records in the history of baseball, and they and they they lost the first series at home because this team has not been constructed in a manner that will allow you to succeed in the playoffs. They also lost against a team who was right behind them, who was second place in the 106 National League. wins. 106 wins, and they also came down to the final inning of the fifth game. So let's put some context into that well, but, before but, but, we just say they lost to some random team in but, the playoffs. But, but what did that team do? That The Dodgers, did they were out the next round of the playoffs too. But they lost to the Atlanta Braves. Yes, who won it all? Who yes, won it all? With how many wins in the regular season? 88. Great. They, they, also, had, they also had a little something called... Guys that hit lefties and righties. So the, the the kryptonite for the Braves was never, let's start with the left-handed pitcher and then follow it up with the right-handed pitcher. <laughs> like, you couldn't do that to the Braves, okay? And if you can't do that, and you're the Dodgers, that's how the Dodgers beat the Giants. It was like, hey, we're going to start with the lefty and go to a righty, and then we'll see what yeah, they do Yeah, but their best players, Chris Bryant, Brandon Crawford, Buster Posey, your best players aren't platooning. And the same holds true with this team. Jock Peterson isn't platooning as much. He, they get better punch you know, from their their platooning is usually for players that are sort of on the periphery. But you know, Brandon Crawford doesn't platoon. Uh, okay, you think he, about that. Wait, Josh Peterson isn't platooning as much. Here's who doesn't platoon. Okay, uh, uh, Evan uh, Longoria is not Evan platooning. Evan Longoria doesn't platoon, and and Brandon Crawford doesn't platoon. Everybody else. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the roster right now. Lestella. He's, he's more or less a platoon guy. Flores, platoon guy. Darren Ruff, oh my God, platoon guy. Uh, Jock Peterson, he's not as platoony as you thought he'd be, man. Yastrzemski? Yeah, but who in those guys would you not want to platoon? Like, what, you see what I'm saying? Like, the combination between, say, Brandon Belt and Darren Ruff, or say, between uh, Wilmer Flores and you know, name your guy, you're you're getting the production of essentially one of a the, really good player. Yeah. yeah. No, so, I get but that. I'm saying if you start that left hander, who is it that you're you're trying to remove from the Giants lineup? But that's my point. Is I'm not saying I'm not saying that you know I'm not saying that these guys shouldn't be parts of platoons. What I'm saying is is go and write some checks and get a couple of more dudes that can hit. No, regardless from which side of the plate that the freaking pitcher's throwing I from. would agree with that. I just, you need that. You, no, but you can't win. You can't win if half of your lineup is a platoon situation. But I, I think we have to admit that aren't you thankful they didn't re-sign Chris Bryant? In all seriousness, do you want a 32-year-old who's got a seven-year contract at $182 million? That's how you ruin franchises. So Did, here's the deal. Okay, no, so come on. Let's start right there. Hindsight, 2020, sure, okay? But, but going into after what he did last season, he was their best hitter in the playoffs. He was. He and Buster Posey were their best hitters in the playoffs. And, and even in that game that they lost – like he was one of the only dudes that that made solid contact. You're not making you're, you're not making a good case for yourself right now. No, I'm just saying that, that <laughs> I, I know what happened, but based on what happened heading into the season, that is a dude you keep on your team. Shamari, he's a bust. And, but listen, they would have entertained it, but they're like, you know what? Once you want seven years at 182 million, we can't go there. Not for a guy that we think could potentially be heading down the mountain as far as his talent level. And guess what? What has been proven true is that the dude went to Denver and now is being called one of the biggest busts in baseball. Now, granted, it's early on in that seven-year contract, but you got another six more years of this. Same thing with Marcus Simeon, six years at $172 million. That's how you ruin franchises if you want. you got to get in there just to – I think they want the free agent. It's just got to make sense. But Marcus Simeon, Chris Bryant – Made sense. If you play the wrong lotto numbers, okay, you can't go back and be like, oh, I knew those were the wrong lotto numbers. That's why I didn't play them. That was the right, those were the right moves to make. Now, they don't always pan out, but you got to take these gambles. You, you got to def- gamble. I got to give you credit that you're defending two guys that would have ruined your franchise. They wouldn't have ruined the franchise because they're just guys that are on your, listen. Seven years at 182 mil and the other guy's five years at 162 mil. Oracle Park. There's is, not enough money. Oracle Park is paid off. 
Oracle Park is paid off. That just the fact that Larry Ellison said, "Hey, I, what do you think Larry Ellison paid to have that thing called Oracle Park?" I know, but regardless, by itself, it doesn't. They could they, be they, print, they, they could be money. printing your money. Do you you want? So you're telling me that the prudent decision? <laughs> I'm even giving you a chance to to amend this. Oh, you're trying to no, tell me I'm, right now. That I am the, not taking that. Don't don't even try, because <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm sta- you I stand. I stand by my word. No, that's the right please. move. Right, knowing what you know now is to re-sign Chris Bryant, even though he hasn't hit a home run. The dude's under two hundred, and he's an absolute bust for seven years at one hundred eighty-two million. And you also think the right move was to bring back Marcus Simeon, who's a little bit better, but a guy's around two hundred and has been underwhelming with the Texas Rangers. You still think that's the right move? Marcus Simeon hit forty-four home runs last season. I know, but this version, he's got seven. Yeah, and and I get that. <laughs> you get but, that, but, but, but what? That, well, but that's what you're saying, though. You're looking at with hindsight, okay? Go yeah, back, but, but go the, back to bef- the the off season when Marcus Simeon was coming off a a, a, a near MVP like uh, a season, right? Uh, and yes, you sign him, and if no, it doesn't but, work out, but, then you give somebody else forty million or whatever the next season, and you keep <laughs> no, and you keep doing this because until you build a winner. Until you uh, you can't, if you continue to do that, you're going to be in debt, and you're going. Why they, got, they listen, have more money than no, everybody? They don't. No, they don't. Why? Why do they have money to go out and get these free agents? I'll tell you why. It's all the money that came off the books from those mistakes that they had made with Samarja, with Melanson, all those contracts that they were tied into. They had to wait all these years to free up money so that they can go out and get these guys. You cannot. You cannot get lassoed. To a ball and chain of a player for seven years at 182 million, and just say, "Well, he's not performing. Try the next guy." Okay, so, Marcus so, Simeon, five years at 162 million. Well, he ain't working. But keep spending 40 million dollars. So, thank God you're not running the San Francisco Giants. Listen, so so you're telling me, and it's not that, that they that, weren't in that wait, neighborhood. Wait, they wait, weren't. But, no, but, Shamari, it's not uh, that they weren't in that hunt. It's just that, okay, Chris, what do you want? And, and the minute he goes seven years at 182, they're like, listen, we would bring you back, but not at that. So it's not that they, they're not entertaining. It has to be, it has to work in their favor. And as it turns out, you have to admit, they've made the right call, at least up to now. Although I do, I do agree with you. They do need a free agent. They do need to go out and get okay. somebody, well, but it they, ain't they, those boys. <laughs> well, but they, 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 they whiffed on Bryce Harper. They whiffed on say Suzuki. Well, they no, no, they, in, with, S- Suzuki, you know, whiffed on them. He decided yeah. he didn't want to come to San Francisco. Who said they whiffed on Bryce Harper? They said they paid him, or they tried to pay him the maximum amount, but he's like, no, I don't want to play in San Francisco because I have better numbers in Philadelphia. Well, no, no. What what happened was was that he the the the, the Niners. I'm sorry, the Giants were willing to give him seven years. So basically. They add, the 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 Philly added three years onto the contract, but they only av- added ten million onto the overall contract. So it was something like seven years versus ten years, but the number the the money was still the same. And I all he wanted they, was a few more seasons, I not thought, more money. Huh? I thought they offered him the ten year contract, but they just added more money. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying though. Is that that the deal that the that the the deal that the Giants offered were, was worth more per year. The deal that Philly offered was worth more overall, but only by like fifteen million dollars, and, and 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 like two or three years. Well, I think, and, and if he really to wanted Shemari's, to come here, you you give you fifteen million dollars over a decade—that's nothing. To Shamari's point, I, I agree that they need to get a free agent. That you have all this money and you're a team. To show, I think what Shamari is trying to say is you want 107 games. You're right there. Go out and get that guy since you have the money, and let's get over the hump and win this thing. So the, it makes sense. But I'm just saying that you got to be a little judicious in terms of who that guy is. But what, what, what did the Dodgers do this offseason? They brought in Mookie Betts a couple seasons ago. They went out and they spent money but that last was a trade, season. Keep in mind. True, but they, they, they brought Bauer in. That didn't work out. And guess what they did? Freddie like, Freeman. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. So the Dodgers are, hey, we're going to spend money, and then when it doesn't work, we're going to spend more money. There's no salary cap in but baseball. But it works. It's not like it doesn't work. Joe, Joe, Le- Joe Lacob is, is spending quadruple what everybody else is spending on his team because he wants to win championships. Yeah, but those guys have worked. Like, Buki Betts worked. Trevor Bauer was actually pitching well. Freddie Freeman. I mean, you can't – there's a difference between signing guys that – 
are not delivering the goods like that of a Chris Bryant that you've signed up for you know nearly a decade at two hundred million dollars. That's breaking the franchise. You're still winning, but that's what it costs to get those guys. I know, but they have to be the right players. All those guys that you mentioned, including Trey Turner, are playing well. These guys, these have been good moves. So it's not about it's not about not getting a free agent. It's about getting the right free agent. I think. And who well, says obviously. who says they aren't trying to get that? Because if you look at the dollars committed right now in 2022. The Giants have 155.1 million in 2022 for dollars committed. 2023, they have 92 million, and in 2024, they only have 14.25 million. So they may be willing to spend that money once they get these dollars off the books. I mean, if you're the Oakland A's, and I don't get it for the Oakland A's. A's. No, but if you're the Oakland A's, and that's your philosophy, I get it, man. But if you are. If you're the Giants, you're a proud franchise, storied history, Willie Mays, Bonds, Posey, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You've won the third most World Series in the history of baseball like they have, okay? If you are a marquee franchise like the Giants, you're a big market franchise, you make the third or fourth most money in Major League Baseball, and you're spending the the 12th or the 15th most, then you are doing your your fans a disservice. Yeah, I agree go and buy buy and go and buy fourteen dollar eight oh eight. I agree. Okay? I agree yeah. with you wholeheartedly. But you're not doing your fans any service if you get somebody like that of a Chris Bryant, who is not even hitting his weight, doesn't have a home run, and he's he's locked up for the next seven years at one hundred eighty two million. The you're fi- not doing fi- your franchise any favor if you get a, a big name free agent that costs a lot of money. Like that of the Barry Zito back in the day. That's the worst thing you can do to a franchise. <laughs> yeah, of but I course. agree with you. Bring they need Zito. to go get somebody. The 510 is, I think, kind of saying exactly. If you're good enough to be able to identify fringe players and have them produce, you should be able to identify a star and overpay that guy. And that's the thing. I get it. You're going to overpay on free agency, man. I, I get that 100%. Well, I free think agents are expensive. They, they're just... I think they recognize their guy in Jock Peterson, and they didn't have to overpay for him. He was one year at $9 million, man. So they're, they need to go. I agree with you. It's just it's got to be the right guy. And I'll, I'll put my faith in, in Farhan and pull in the right. But if he continues on this route, if they fall short, see, he's see, open to criticism. See, see, last year, Farhan, 107 win pace, best record in, in Major League Baseball, all the leeway in the world, okay? But let, let, let's look at what he's done since he's been here. He has one, he's had one playoff season. One playoff season, one, 107 wins, okay? Every other year, they've missed. And I get the first couple of years, you're rebuilding, you're, you're trying to rebuild the farm system. I get that, okay? But if they don't make the playoffs this year... You're going to get rid of Farhan? No, you don't get rid of Farhan. <laughs> but I'm saying, if they don't make the playoffs this year, then he messed up. Yeah, no, I would agree. He messed up. He's open to criticism. Yeah. I would agree with you wholeheartedly there. Right, right. And, if the, and, and let me just also say this. If the season ended today, they're not a playoff team. Yeah, but that's just it. I think that there's so much baseball left. And I do think – and I'm not, I'm, not a, I'm not a Giants homer. I'm just telling you that I think that this team is positioned well to play much better in the second half what, of the what, season. What, 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 what do you think Kevin Gossman and his 319 ERA would do to this, to this pitching staff? Yeah, you'd like to have Gossman. But again, Gossman for seven years – I, I, I got to rethink that sort of stuff. Like pitchers for multi, – there's a reason why pitchers ask – for they want the years, man, because they know that the back end of that deal <laughs> it's not going to be good. They're not even going to be playing baseball. I mean, look, Albert Pujols, I get it. Okay, <laughs> when you when you get to year eight or nine or ten, man, it's a bad investment. But two years that's into what that deal, Albert Pujols couldn't even walk. That's what it costs. That's what it costs for these big time players. Yeah, you don't need to overpay for guys that are not quality players. I think you can overpay for a guy that's gonna it's gonna be you know. He's going to be worth his weight in gold. So it's just about I, I, I Mar- Mar- Marcus Simeon is just homesick. If he was in the Bay, <laughs> where he's from, he'd be on that forty-four bomb pace again, man. I mean, Marcus, he's, he's homesick. All those dudes, Trevor Story's been bad. Marcus Simeon's been bad. Chris I was Bryant's never, I was never in on Trevor Story, by the way, ever. Even the dude Correa with Minnesota, who left the Houston Astros, has been okay. So I mean, it's you got it. That's the biggest way to crush a franchise, man. Is when you get into the, oh, he's a six. Jock is a six million dollar deal. Think about that, man. Six million. I mean, you Great. you got to admit, come on. It's a beautiful bargain. Yeah, that's a good deal right there. Your only free agent is Jock. He, but here's the thing: if Jock Peterson is oh, the he's best gone. player, he's no, gone. He's no, gone after no. this no, year. If though. Jock Peterson is the best player on your team, as good as he is, if he's the best player on your team, you are in trouble.
Well, I'd take it. 15 home runs, a guy who's going to start in the All-Star game. By the way, the problem with Jock Peterson as well as Carlos Rodon is that they have options after their first year. So what that means is that he's showcasing his talents, right? And yes. he's getting $6 million. So he's going back into the yes. free agent and then, market. And then pay him. And, and, no, and they pay won't him. pay him. They won't pay him. Well, see, and again, That's what I'm talking about. That, that, and then I'm no, but be you know what they're thinking again. is? What? They're going to try and go out and get the next Jock Peterson for one year. And I mean, if you can keep finding Jock Petersons, <laughs> great. But one of these times when you find a Jock Peterson, pay the man. <laughs> All right. Shamari, thanks for, uh, thanks for hopping on, man. Appreciate it. I think we got to get out. Yeah, shout, shout out Whitey and Kevin coming up, man. They're about to kill it. They're about to do big things. And I don't know exactly what they're going to get started, but I imagine. You they're said Kevin, get- Evan. Evan. I said Kevin. I said Whitey and Evan. Evan Gettings, Evan the voice Gettings. of the IBF, RIFL. I, IBF is not that internal bowel movement or something? It's IBS, but, you know, sure, yeah. All it, right. It's, it is Evan and Whitey straight ahead. You don't want to miss any of that for Shamari Block as my man Cam, as well as one Brian Iglesias. This is Dan Bone saying so long, everybody. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.